0: Blog Talk Radio. Greetings all and welcome to Getting Loopy. Join us every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for a little loopy fun. I was going to tell you what day today is, but holy pete, I couldn't even tell you. Oh, it's the 16th. April 16th, 2018, both myself and my fabulous guest, Kathy Lashley from Elk Studio, uh, we just got back from the Snap Conference. Now, the Snap Conference is for bloggers, and it just happened in Salt Lake City, Utah, and it ended Saturday night, and many of your very favorite crochet pra- people's <laughs> I was gonna say personalities, but really, my uh, my tongue is tangled tonight because I'm so sleepy. I was a big dummy and I took the red eye back last night, and that's never a good idea. Because frankly, I'm too old for that crap, you guys. <laughs> so uh, we're all a little we're all a little loopy tonight, but we will do the best we can. Also, our darling little Loopy went with us, and you know, some of you guys met her when she was ten, eleven, twelve. And, uh, you know, she used to go to the conferences all the time, but this was the first time that she had gone to a conference, A, as an adult, and B, as a human being who would like to be blogging and doing Instagram and stuff about her passion, which is beauty and fitness. So it was kind of cool for the two of us to be there together. Uh, when I hang up tonight, I'll try. There's, somebody snapped a, a wonderful picture of the two of us at one of the make-and-takes getting very serious about our craft painting. So (laughs) I will try and remember to put that both on the blog, which is hookedforlifepublishing.com slash blog, and also on the Facebook group, on the Getting Loopy Facebook group. Uh, Once again, we will have a show next week. I just don't know who it's going to be yet. I'm trying to get it together, you guys, and get ahead on the guests. But the easiest way to find out who's going to be on and when would be the Facebook group, which is called Getting Loopy, Or go to Ravelry. The old Getting Loopy group has been rechristened Getting Loopy 2.0, and some of you have reached out to me there, which I greatly appreciate. Uh, So that's another good place to find out what's going on when. I'm actually, um, (laughs) you know, it's good news, bad news. I'm actually in the city in which I live for the next month, except I'm moving house (laughs) the first week in May. So that's going to be an adventure. Um, I have found, I'm staying in Wilmington, North Carolina. Which I love, as you know, but I'm going I found an apartment that suits me a little better, that uh, uh, all the video and audio equipment can go in its own room. and I do not have to look at it when I am sitting crocheting on the couch and trying to watch TV and chill out. So I will be moving the first week of May. So that's going to be an adventure. And the last thing I want to mention before we get to our fabulous guest is I will be teaching at the Northern Illinois chapter of the Crochet Guild of America on Monday, May 21st, from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Arlington Heights Library. Um, We're doing my class, which is called Two Color Stitches, One Color at a Time, and we learned four different swatches in that class, but it's not just learning the swatches that's important. It's a way of working your crochet stitches to see the color differently. So um, one of the patterns is reversible shells, one is post stitching, one is spike stitching, and one is overlay. So the idea is not only will you have practiced these four stitches, which are really cool, but when you're moving forward in your crochet life and you want to uh, try some new patterns that you hadn't tried before, if you are familiar with how some of these stitches work, you'll have an easier time picking one out the next time. So please check out nicrocheguild.wordpress.com. And check out that class. That will be May 21st. And you know I'm going to be mentioning it again. Um, after that, for my business friends, I'll be at TNA in Cleveland. I will be at the Houston Fiber Fest in June, and I'm going to be hammering you guys about that. Uh, I am the first national crochet teacher they have brought in, although they have had crochet before and will do again. But I want to get butts in chairs so we can encourage people to support that event. And then August is the Lancaster Fiber Festival, which we will also talk more about when we get closer. But let's talk about the fabulous Kathy Lashley. Um, so she is from Elk Studio, and I'll link to that in the blog post, which I swear I'm going to write as soon as I And up. And um, she has a lot to say to us, so, so let's see. Of course, now. I swear to Pete, you guys, this tech is killing me. Let's see if I can get her on the air. Kathy, I think you're with us. Hi, Meredith. you? I'm good. How are you doing? Are you awake from your from your travels?
1: I think I'm probably just about as tired as you are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a but heck this, of a it's weekend. All, it's it, okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I said that was a heck of a weekend. It was.
1: One of the most fabulous weekends. It's always just so much fun to be able to hang out with your crochet friends because, you know, they get your brain, and so you don't have to do a lot of explaining, and you just sort of get rejuvenated.
0: I absolutely agree. And, of course, our friend Elena from Beatrice Ryan Designs was also there, and we love torturing her, so that was fun. And Tamara from Moogly and Marie from Underground Crafter and Jessie from Jessie at Home. And uh, Jess from Make and Do crew, Kirsten Holloway, um Jennifer Pionk, what's her website? I always forget, because I'm a terrible human it's being. A crochet she's
1: a crochet simplicity.
0: So really all the hookers were there in force. So it was not and a crochet. One more event. One more. But it is if we turn up, isn't it? Oh, one more, who'd I miss?
1: Um, Susan Carlson from A
0: Felted Button. Oh, yes I did. I'm sorry, Susan, I forgot. Oh, and Erica Dietz, yes. Erica Dietz was there. Um, yes. I'm, evidently, yep. I'm going to just forget people. But um, it is not a crochet-specific event. It is a digital platform-specific event. But when your hookers show up, man, it turns into a crochet event whether anybody likes there or not. So um, look for more content from all of us because we all learned tons of things. Now, Kathy, I have right. to ask you a question that you ask a lot of people on your blog, but I'm going to ask you, when did you learn to crochet, and who was it who taught you?
1: I learned to crochet when I was in the seventh grade. We used to have these classes called enrichment classes, and so you could take, you know, you could learn Spanish for six weeks, or you could learn basket weaving or just whatever, and one of the classes was crochet. So it was my seventh grade teacher that taught me how to crochet, and all we had was just um, a little bit of yarn. It's, it's almost like she took a skein and just cut some for all of the people in the class. So for six weeks, I took um, the yarn out and made a granny square, and then I'd take it out, and then I'd make another granny square. So I've been crocheting <laughs> since I was 12.
0: Oh my goodness. No, I know that was only a few weeks ago, but um do you remember what possessed <laughs> you to pick crochet out of all of the offerings? Like do you, do you Well Well I had taken, Why'd you pick crochet um, and not basket weaving? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I, I'm always curious what makes no, people gravitate actually, towards it. Actually us. I did actually I did do the basket
1: weaving. It was like you made a basket out of pine straw and okay. um and so I realized that I was creative and while I liked making the basket out of the pine straw, the needles were pointy and I was only, you know, 12 and, you know, nobody wants needles poking you. So I just thought I would just (laughs) try, but it opened up this part of me that really enjoyed the creativity part of it. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if I had ever really experienced that before, but Definitely when the crochet came in and I did that, I just loved it. I can remember making chains as long as that would probably wrap around my whole entire house, you know, and
0: just,
1: <laughs> it was just so, it was just
0: a lot of fun. Was there a time in your life that you did not crochet? Because for me, and I know I've mentioned this before, I never stopped. I crocheted in high school, I crocheted in college. I crocheted when it was cool. I crocheted when it wasn't cool. Has crochet been a part of your life since then? Or is it something Um, that you put down and took up again at a later date?
1: Well, um, I probably, after I learned how to crochet, I crocheted just a little bit. But I didn't have the supplies. I mean, you know, we just didn't. I just didn't have them. And so um, when I turned about 17 or 18, I picked it back up. And I started crocheting then, and that's when I would get the looks, you know, if I was (laughs) crocheting out in public, like, you're too young, what are you doing, kind of thing. And when I was raising my kids, um, I worked a full-time job and raised three kids that were very, very active in sports and things like that, so I didn't have a whole lot of time. But we did go, once they got older, we went on a vacation one time, and I bought a book. And it was the book that had 63 squares in it, I think. And (laughs) while they were snow skiing, I crocheted almost the entire book, all of the squares in the book. (laughs) I
0: love that. They were like, like, don't
1: you want to come skiing? I was like, no, y'all just go because it was quiet. I was sitting by the fire. (laughs) and, And it just, you know, it rekindled what I had missed so much. And then I put it back down again, and then I picked it back up in 2012, and um, I was in a different... Is that
0: when you started Elk Studio? Um, Yeah,
1: yes. I started Elk Studio in December of 12, but I picked it up, you know, probably earlier in the year and just started crocheting, and I thought, well, you know, I love to do this so much, and I'm following everybody else's patterns, so why not make my own?
0: Let me see if I can do that.
1: And um I so I started it and it's
0: been it's been a lot of fun. It has indeed. Now let's talk about the name because I know that elk you are not referring to the giant smelly animal with the big horns. So how did no. you come up with elk? Well, um
1: I remarried in two thousand and nine uh-huh. to um my Prince Charming. You know, everybody has their idea of when they're little girls of, you know, Cinderella fella that comes along and just sweeps you off of your feet and um, he was it for me and he stood back and let me just be me and let my creativity flow which um, I had not had that much support prior to and it was something incredibly um, different and so heartwarming, and he loved me so much that Elk Studio stands for our initials combined. His name is Emily, okay. and then you have the Lashley, and then you have the Kathy. So that's that's what it meant. I, it's, it's sort of paying honor to him for supporting me, mm-hmm.
0: which is which is very nice. And I think I think a lot of people. <laughs> A lot of people come on the show and they tell a story about grandma taught them to crochet or their auntie or whatever. Um, but I think your story is really compelling just because not everybody grows up in a creative household. And if that aspect of their character or personality is in there fighting to get out, you know, that has to be incredibly freeing when
1: it, it, when you figure it out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, when, when I started the elk studio in 2012 um for the first year my mind was just completely blown away at how much i realized how, how, what i had been missing all of those years and how much i needed to be creative and make things with my hands and just do something new and you know there's nothing like getting a new a of yarn and a hook and just sitting down and just saying, okay, what am I going to make with it? You know, it's amazing to me that you can make something to wear out of string. And, a yeah. hook. and so um, it, I didn't, I knew I was creative, but until I married Emery and everybody got out of my way and let me do my thing, I didn't know how creative I was.
0: Well, you And certainly that's very freeing. I, I just, I, it's such a lovely story. I, someday I want to meet Mr. Emery. I don't know when, <laughs> but someday. Because you well, speak you know, so highly of him. Is,
1: yeah, well, the f- funny thing is, we have actually talked about doing a Facebook Live together. And uh-huh. me interviewing him, you know, so... He could tell his side of the story and and what he saw, you know. By I love that idea. I mean, what I that looked,
0: yeah. So because it's a family too. You don't you don't want to share every minute of your personal life online when you have a a digital footprint as big as yours. But um you know, you talk about him a lot, and that that. Again, I grew up in a crafty household. I don't know how my life would have been different if I hadn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't really yeah. think about it until you just told your story. So, I, I think that's a lovely idea if he would if he would go for it. I think it would be cool. Oh, he
1: already said he he already said he would. He already oh, said he would. So, <laughs> we just we, Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's my model, too. So, he's you know, when they see him, they're like, oh, I know that's out studio. So he sort of helped brand me, you know.
0: Yeah, Well, you know, he's in that same boat with little Luffy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. He shows up at a conference and people stop him because he's your model. You know, that happened to her many times. You know, people are like, yeah. your face looks familiar. Why does your face look familiar? And she's like, because I'm on 800 patterns, you know. <laughs> Right. That's, That's why. It,
1: right? <laughs> well, I don't think Emory's no. on 800. I don't have that
0: many, but, you know, oh, maybe one day I will. I, said, right? I don't have 800 either, but Katie was in a lot of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> people would stop her and go, you look so familiar. Can we take your picture? She'd be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> exactly. But only at knitting exactly. conferences, Would in crochet conferences would she let people take her picture. She was a smart well, girl. It's funny
1: Still because I have to tell you that um, I received your latest knitting book and I didn't look at the cover to see who had written the book and I was right. flipping through the pages and I said wait wait I know this person <laughs> who is this person <laughs> and then I flipped back to the front of the book and I was like oh it's Mary Beth that's Katie I <laughs> who that is <laughs>
0: <laughs> for those of you who have not seen the Bath Knits book from Stackpole that came out last year Katie very reluctantly but uh she, she did just a little bit of modeling. It cost me a mani petty, but it was well worth it because she looks beautiful, as she so often does. But uh, there, it's a, the book is called Bath Knits, and it's a home deck book, but there is a bathrobe and slipper socks that I made, and so she modeled those for the book for the yeah, mama. Yeah, it's really an amazing book. Well, thank you. <laughs> we'll see how all well, the loopy Griffies feel about it because it's knit, it's the evil knit. <laughs> well, that's
1: Okay. Okay. We just love crochet. But
0: Yes. Now you were just talking about how incredible it was to you to get a hook and some string and make something to wear. Are wearables your passion? Is that your area of expertise? Is that what you focus on?
1: Um I think if if people were to say what do you think people would know you as making, I would probably have to say hats and shawls and ponchos. Mm-hmm. That's really where I think I feel most of my creativity. I did make my first garment. Um I have a Christmas present crochet along every year and it lasts from okay. um July to October. And so the very last project um this is for two thousand seventeen was a vest. And mm-hmm. so that was really like my very first what I would consider garment pattern. The other ones have always just been ponchos and shawls and um just hats. So and I try to make because Emory models a lot of my hats, I you know I'm known sort of for making guy hats, and so I try to cater right. to these fellas because or I think sometimes they feel like they're left out.
0: I'm sorry, pink I said it, or at yeah. least unisex items that are not covered in pink pom-poms. Correct, correct. I mean, I try to. When Whereas I design, you know, little you know, loopies wearing I, it, it's got pink on it somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I think girl. that's okay. You know, I th- I think that we all design. You know, sort of towards our styles, I mean I sometimes I really have to make myself choose a color that I wouldn't normally use because my color palette is tans and gold and you know chocolate and browns and you know those those types of colors. Um, so when I do something I really agree with
0: bright you there, it was when I was in Dallas. Fort Worth Fiber Fest last week. um, I have three new yarn companies that I'm working with, and they all said pick a color. and I always say, Well, put some input in because if I pick it, it's going to be blue. (laughs) If if given free range of 1,200 colors, mine will be blue. Although uh, one of those yarn dyers said something very interesting. She said, I don't mind giving you input, she said, because, but I, you know, you're the designer. I want to see what colors you pick together. So I picked, um, and there's a photo on my Instagram, which is hooked number four life LLC, but I picked a a green and a gold to to go together. And she said, see, those colors go great together. She said, I never would have put them together. And that's why yarn companies work with designers, you know, to get a different visual interest. But I absolutely understand what you say about I walked in there and went, you cannot take another blue skein of yarn off the wall. Right. Well, I love the collaboration when you
1: do work with a yarn company and they, and you talk about whatever project it is that you're going to design and, you know, you, you give a little bit of your input, they give a little bit of their input and you find that happy medium because you want to reach both audiences. I mean, I know what my audience likes. I think I do, you know, and so I want to try to cater to them, you know, but then sometimes I do want to go outside of my box. And see if that will work for me. And sometimes it does.
0: Yes, sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. The other thing, well, I think yeah, exactly. Of, again, with with you and some of our circle that have sort of a bigger digital footprint than I do. Um, boy, if people don't like the direction in which you're heading, they will certainly let you know. <laughs> you and sometimes. and even if they don't, sometimes. I I think you have. A, sort of data and statistics that it's interesting to put a thing. I think it has to be interesting to put a thing up and get almost instant respect. You know, you figure out pretty quickly if it's something people are going to be really into or not. It it fascinates me. The relationship with designers like you that are, you know, again, have a big digital footprint, your relationship with your audience is very different than somebody like me that started the book era because if you were going to let me know that you loved or hated my work, you were going to have to find my email or write me a letter or call the publisher or whatever. I, I wasn't right. getting sort of real-time feedback on how some of my designs were landing. that makes sense? Well,
1: we can actually, yes, it makes total sense
0: because we can,
1: when we hit key publish and it publishes and then we start sharing on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or wherever, we can actually go to these analytics, and we can see in real time how many people are on our blog at one specific time. And so Mm -hmm. it doesn't take you very long to figure out whether it's going to be something that everybody really enjoys and that they're going to make it. And then, of course, you get the comments you know, where people are saying that they like it. But you can also definitely tell by the statistical data. And sometimes I call it the traffic train, you know, where you get to ride it out <laughs> for just a few days, you know. And, and it's it's always interesting to see, you know, well, we all hope that everything that we design is is going to be a hit, but sometimes it is and sometimes it's just not. But you don't, well, you don't also, if we focus answer, on that.
0: I'm sorry. If we knew the answer to that, I said if we knew, it, you know, from the get go, what was going to be a hit and what wasn't, all we would make was hits. You know what I mean? It's not well, exactly. It's, but then, I, you know, then I
1: don't think there would be. You've got to well, have the stuff that doesn't always just go viral or whatever, because that helps you grow.
0: And it keeps oh, I, you and humble. And I think, and that I think that that's totally the, important. You also have to have content for the people that are not. You need the outliers, too. Do you know what I mean? If your core content yes. is X, there's still people on your blog or your YouTube channel, and I'm I'm talking the generic you here, not specifically Kathy, but, you know, there's still people who like Y and Z and A and Q, and, you know, mm-hmm. they're out there, too. They yeah. keep sure. Well, you know, I don't really
1: – but the great thing is, ahead. I mean, even if, like, the statistical data is not saying that I'm doing really, really great, the one – thing that helps me is I have one of the best Facebook groups I think in the crochet industry and it's and Elk Studio Crocheters they okay. could go it, they go to Facebook and they can search Elk Studio Crocheters and they can request mm-hmm. to join there's about 34,000 people in there and 75% of those people are active so wow. you know yeah it's it's an incredibly supportive, you know, I can honestly say no drama, you know, group. I mm-hmm. mean, I, and I'm in there a lot, and I I actually love that group. They give me just as much as I give them, and I need them just as much as they need me. We've cultivated this very supportive group. Somebody can come in there and say, well, what do you guys think about that? And you don't have to worry about any ugliness or someone, you know, saying something that's not appropriate because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me if you've crocheted it, it's all beautiful. <laughs> and that's how I feel about it.
0: I love if now, now, you... to, it. If somebody takes the time to
1: well, if somebody takes the time to crochet it, it doesn't matter if it's not your favorite color. It doesn't matter if it's not your favorite project. It's all beautiful because it's all made most likely with love and time, and so it's all beautiful.
0: Right. If you're going to crochet, you have to want to crochet. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. If, if yes, if you want to eat, you have to cook. So not all cooking yes. is art. Sometimes right. cooking right. is survival. But some well, of us and, need to I crochet mean, and, first to survive, but not everybody. So by and large, well, I can I, can, a go, up a hook I yarn can go about making it. a project. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can go about a day without crocheting, but then there's this need inside of me that actually really needs to do it, you know. And not everybody is on the same level when they come into the group, but that's another great thing because we have anywhere from somebody that doesn't even know how to make a chain stitch to somebody that comes in there that's, you know, probably knows more than I do. And there's all different levels, and everybody helps everybody. And so that's, that's – I just love that group. It's just the best. So, if All right, is out so You there guys, when I go to the blog post
0: tonight, I'm also going to go join this group because I want to hey, see what a happy yes. Facebook group looks like. Because <laughs> so many of them are exactly and blood and revenge, you know. <laughs> well,
1: and and well, because I'm a designer, I believe in that we
0: should lift
1: up and build each other up and help each other. So other designers are allowed to promote their content on Wednesdays and Saturdays. And so it just sort of gives a little spice to the group, too. They don't want to see my stuff all the time. They can go to my blog, you know, and I post in there right. when I want to. But it's always interesting to see, like, you know, I love to see Tamara from Moogly Stuff. I love to see Jennifer from a- a Crochet Simplicity or Elena's from Beatrice Ryan Designs. I mean, you know, it's just always a good
0: mix, and we need that. Well, that's very cool, and, and again, very generous. But I, I think for every Facebook group there is, there's you know, it has a different personality, if you will, and I, I think the personality is, you know, some of them are full of, you know, how many of our crochet designer acquaintances, if we read them, you know, on Facebook about I had to close the group because I couldn't stand the chaos, you know, Correct. So, uh, right. well, or some of them are think... so tightly administered because that person has made that choice but if it's not about this specific thing, it ain't going to happen to prevent the drama. Correct. So, well, I think for me, I would describe
1: myself as a visionary type person. And I have given the elk studio crocheters the vision of the group and what I think it should be and what I want it to be. And mm-hmm. we have just cultivated it to where everybody adheres to it without me having to be I do I don't micromanage I don't that's not my style I don't believe in in that at all and so um well I don't have to
0: work to really hard for everybody to behave you know? yeah I'm sorry none of us want to do that I said none of us want to be the post police you know no. what I mean it's it's no. nice no. when it it. It does its own thing. Now you were saying that uh, about Wednesdays and Saturdays. Do you have a regular day of the week that you post on the blog? I'm talking Me- about specifically, not just the um, Facebook group. Or I also um, know, which I'm sure a lot of your people don't know, you also work outside the home in another job. So I don't know when you <laughs> sleep. But um, do you have a regular posting schedule, or is it just sort of happen when when it's done? Well, I try when I do
1: post. Um, most of the time I try to post on Monday mornings because that just seems <laughs> to be the best time for me. But, um, I cannot say that I'm like Tamara from Moogly that posts every Friday. That's not my style. Um, I right. don't do as, that as much because I do have other responsibilities outside crochet. So, um, I, my, I try to do Fridays, but. You know, I think there's one fri- this coming up Friday for me. I mean, I try to do Mondays, but there'll be one Friday. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> it, you just never it know. happens when it happens. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but my but my group knows that about me. So, you know, they're okay with that.
0: I know, but we're trying to get some new people to check out your work. So if there was a specific day they were should be looking, I wanted to let them know that. That's all.
1: Well, okay, so I have my blog set up. Um, sort of magazine style and so I make a point to, to put like the last three or four projects up at the top and then if I have like I had the Saturday crochet show it has its own time slot and so all of the new content goes in there so um and what, what is the, that, is that an to,
0: audio or a video what is the Saturday it's Crochet a, Show? it's,
1: it's a it's a visual, I mean, it's just I go through and pick out some projects that um from other designers that I want mm-hmm. to feature, and so mm-hmm. they just get featured on on the blog mm-hmm.
0: so. so the uh when you go to the blog, because I was looking at the at the site, of course, before you called to see if there was stuff I wanted to torture you about, but um <laughs> yeah, I did notice it is- well it is very magazine but i think the other thing is even if you you know don't post like clockwork i i think that also can keep it fresh i feel like every time your your followers or your viewers particularly new people can go on there there's something new for them to see
1: and I that they maybe miss the first on time. purpose that yep that was a business decision to set my blog up like that instead of like a blog role where you know, it just, you just have to, it's like a, you just keep scrolling type thing. I didn't want right. that. And so, and even at the very bottom, the, the last, the, the little bitty icons that show like the last five blog posts, if you refresh your page, you're going to get something new. So the last content, they'll always get something new if they refresh your page. Cause it, it just keeps people interested.
0: Well, exactly, and you don't want to see the thing. Well, and I'm sure it keeps people coming back too because they're like, oh, what did you know? Okay. What did I see today? And the the other thing that you know occurs to me still with my <laughs> with my dinosaur brand, people still find stuff that I did five years ago. You know what I mean? Correct. And, and it's what they were looking for, and they're happy about it. So, yeah. you know, I I it's. It's cool that it's not chronological because I think if you keep everything chronological then people can miss the thing that they were looking for. Right.
1: Right. And I think that's the way it's set up that's how I have it. So that that was
0: that was my business mind thinking anyway. All right. Well, that's very cool. And so talk to so the Christmas crochet along will start in July. Can you believe it's yes, April it by the way? It is the middle of April. No. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I have no idea how it have either. And no so thing.
1: I've got five projects that I've got to figure out, you know, what I want to do and how I want to do it and so, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's always fun And what though. what are, are mean, the benefits it, of a crochet along? Why do people uh why do people do that? Is it to have a cheerleader to say you can do this and we'll all do it together and then we won't be up Christmas Eve weeping and weeping in winds? That's
1: the theory. That's when I started it I, I that's the theory is that everybody can let's find these projects, and I do a poll every year, and I let them sort of pick what they wanted, and that's one reason why I did my first garment because they wanted a vest that was one of the top requests, so mm-hmm. I let them sort of kind of dictate what we do, and maybe I'll pick one that they that didn't make the top ten or whatever, but um. And so when everybody seems to crochet together, like I'll do, let's just say I did a hat and I used a particular yarn and somebody else made that same hat, but they used a different yarn. It gives somebody else the idea like, oh, wow, that's a totally different look. I like that one because maybe they didn't really care for the colors that I did. And so the crochet along just inspires like, maybe they hadn't, they weren't going to make it at all because they just didn't like it. But then they see the other colors and they're like, okay, I got to make the hat now. That sort of thing. I've done that one lot of patterns
0: that I've seen stuck. in a magazine and went, eh, don't love it. And then a project pops up and around and you go, boy, that is a completely different vision exactly. for that piece and I like it a lot better now.
1: Yes. Yep. And that's exactly what happens. And then you had the people that. Um, may need help and they may need some support. And so they know mm-hmm. that they can crochet. If they cro- if we're all crocheting the same project together, you know, somebody's going to ask a question. And so you can just sort of start like one post where questions are asked and answered, you know, all together. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of people do do the projects, but then we're like everybody else, life gets in the way and everybody still crochets christmas eve to try to make the present <laughs> you know to finish it up so you know it's just life
0: how many how many projects will be in the crochet along five Is generally there are five? five so it's like yeah. like yeah. august september october november yeah
1: no well there's generally like if i do a hat and a scarf i usually do a hat and a scarf matching and those are sort of combined right. together um mm-hmm. so they can get all of the yarn at one time Right. So, yeah, we tried to finish up in October. Oh. And then I'll, so that, yeah.
0: You know, but, yeah. But people are weaving in it on Christmas Eve anyway. <laughs> of course they are. Of course they are. Well, because, again, we're, cause we're, we're all, all creatively brained people and we have no organizational skills. <laughs> that's, a lot of us. You know, that's so
1: right. And I live with um, a fellow that is needs organization in his life. But, you know, mm-hmm. thank God he loves me and he gets that I am the way that I am. So mine is a chaotic mess, um, but it's organized
0: in my mind.
1: Does that make sense? Should you? It does,
0: and frankly, that's, that's all it <laughs> needs to be. I, I, if I learned one thing <laughs> this weekend, it's that people follow a blog or an artist or a YouTube channel or an Instagram person because they value that person's input and their journey. And, uh, you know, your journey is not going to be the same as anybody else's, nor should it be, because, you know, it Correct. is what it right. is.
1: That's right. I mean, you want to be – you want to – I mean, part of the game is trying to figure out how to set yourself apart from everybody else. And the one great thing about the the small group that we have is we are also incredibly supportive of each other and crochet is not a competition you know and you don't have to be worried about trying to hurry up and finish that project before somebody else releases it i mean that's just not how we work and so we all help each other and we all support each other and um it just it's 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 a, an amazing thing to see so many women in the same room or in the same area, and we all can truly say that we support each other 100%. Uh, I
0: love something it. I, I, I want to say to my listeners. That is something that I have been amazed by because as, you know, I joke about it all the time, but I'm old media with my 15 books and my print pattern company, and learning how to adapt to this digital world has been challenging for me, but it is amazing to me particularly you and Tamara Kelly from movie blog, who was on a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't heard that show, you should check it out. But you two in particular were like, you can do this. You can do this. We'll help you as opposed to going, Oh dear God, we don't need another 400 year old crochet blogger. Get lost. You know what I mean? But it's not, you're, you two are so genuine, but even, and I'm going to tell tale on you. Um, Kathy's my cheerleader. I'm, I'm on Messenger going, oh, Kathy, I don't know what I'm doing. It's so... Blah, blah, blah. so a business opportunity uh, came my way over the weekend, and a, a company wanted to work with me, and they said, well, you know, do you want to do this thing? And I went, I don't know. So we're sitting in somebody's room, uh, you know, rehashing the day. And I said, "Oh, well, you know, so and so hit me with this idea and I went, oh, I don't know." And Kelly said, "What are you, an idiot? <laughs> Take their money. <laughs> Do the thing." So, um, yeah, there's the cheerleader thing, but uh, Kelly's also my number one butt kicker, I think. So, <laughs> I appreciate Well, but you her got the You you, know. you you did
1: the thing. You did the thing and it worked and, you know, and you just never you just never know. It was a wonderful opportunity for you. So yes, you know, but my point is, in a
0: different that. group, somebody would have said she didn't take the thing. I'm going to go down tomorrow morning and see if I can get the thing. Ah, uh, that's right? right. You're right. But that's see that's that's not how so. I'm trying to do. make a point about you know how right you are that this particular group of people is so so legitimate. Do you know what I mean? Uh, somebody else yes. would have gone downstairs and tried to get it because I was waffling you know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to saying, no, yeah. this is a good opportunity. You should go take that. That's a thing that you want. Go get that thing. Go say yes before, yeah. you know, anybody changes their mind. Um, and and it is something I appreciate about you. And, you know, again, all, all of the group that we keep mentioning, and again, uh, you know, we just happen to all hang out together and really like each other, but it is kind of funny that, you know, you're at a, this general blogging conference and, you know, there's mommy bloggers and beauty bloggers and craft bloggers and recipe bloggers, and then <laughs> there's our table. Where everybody's got there. Well, yeah, I mean. Knitting, knitting through the
1: uh, keynote speech. <laughs> right. I mean, we were actually, you had already went upstairs. It was the last night, um, and you said just said you were done. You know, you had to go upstairs. And um, there was a woman that was from Germany. And she came mm-hmm. over to our table, and she said, "You know, because we were at in the hotel we were in the restaurant slash bar, and she mm-hmm. says um can can I ask what y- you are doing and um she asked, we all told her that we were crocheting, she said that she thought it was absolutely amazing that we were all sitting in a bar drink uh not uh, crocheting mm-hmm. together, you know, and it was just <laughs> it was it was crazy to her she said I've never seen anybody do anything like this you know and um, but yeah so we definitely get noticed for always crocheting no matter where
0: we are well, I know for me, you, I'm I'm a much better person to talk to if I'm crocheting or knitting than if I'm not because it's it's keeping my type it's keeping a lid on my type A personality. <laughs> you know, I I gotta have something going on uh, or else I you know words come out of my mouth when they shouldn't. <laughs> so. For me personally, it's it's almost like fidgeting, you know what I mean? It's good for me to to have the distraction. But it is pretty funny that every time we were at to a thing together and the person started talking, it was like, whoop, well, out comes all the right? yarn all the way around the table. And I think, boy, what do people do that just have to listen to the speech, you know? That's right. Obviously, we were all listening well, and stopping and taking notes and whatever, but all of us were, uh, you know, something was going on for all of us, too, I thought it was pretty funny. I did, too. I thought it was great.
1: Well, one thing I wanted to mention is that um, I have a, Oh, Well, I was just
0: going to ask you what you wanted to get in because we only have three minutes left. So anything yep, you would uh, like to a, say that I didn't ask you, now's your chance. I have a project that um, is sponsored
1: by Inspirations coming out on Friday. It is an amazing uh, project. let the be date
0: because – do you have the date Friday, because people who listen later? Oh, I see. the 24th.
1: Okay, hang on just 28.
0: a minute. 28th. It'll, 20th. it'll
1: be the twentieth, Friday the twentieth.
0: Oh gosh, I'm very confused. Yes. Oh yeah, because today's the sixteenth. <laughs> yes, today's the sixteenth. I'm tired. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. No, and, and then, and then people listen to this show later, and then they, you know, they want to know.
1: Okay, so Friday the twentieth, I have a pattern coming out that is sponsored by um, Yarn Inspirations, and so I'm was really excited that they wanted to work with me on this project, and I think it's something that my audience is going to like. And then um, I can't give away too much details, but I have a class with Annie's that I am filming in June. So I'm super excited about that, and I think it's something
0: that everybody is really going to love. Now, guys, that's a video class that will be available on the Annie's platform so Kathy can teach us something new and that'll be cool. Oh, and one more thing I didn't mention that I wanted to. Uh, One of the things I like about Elk Studio is you have a lot of left-handed content because you are left-handed. So all of you who are left-handed do not need to feel ignored or, you know, one of the things that's cool for you guys about Elk Studio is there will be content there that is specific to you that unlike some of the other sites, including mine, you know, you're going to have to look at the right-handed video and then sort of reverse it in your brain. Nope, I'll do it for you. <laughs> so, yes, they'll you get it. They'll, we will. They'll get it. Oh, they'll so get that we, from me. So. Right, so do we know when that any class will be back out, or we don't know um, yet because it's not. I'm, you haven't finished it I'm not, in the studio. Yeah, yet.
1: I'm not sure. I, I would think that it's going to be out probably November or December. If I if well, I about by this, time Kathy, frame of the last When, when, when
0: it five. comes out, you can come back. How's that? And tell us all. About it. Would that sounds that? great. I would love to do that. All right. So, say your website one more time.
1: It's Elk Studio Handcrafted Crochet Designs.
0: dot com. Is that's a lot of what's yes. The dot, dot com? com. What's the URL? It 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 is. I I didn't
1: know what I was doing when I first started. I didn't know I was supposed to make a short URL. So <laughs> well, holy crap! I
0: thought elk Studio Handcrafted
1: Crochet dot com.
0: <laughs>
1: but you. You can go look up
0: Safari and put in Elk Studio Crochet, and it'll pop right up. It will. It will. Okay, and then it we're so all going to join. We're all going to run and join your Facebook group. Well, Kathy, thank you Good. so much do for Come
1: that. that. We you will. I'm, I'm going to do it better.
0: now. All okay. right. I'm muting you so I can say goodnight, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for everything.
1: Thank you for having me on. Bye. Bye.
0: Alright guys, so we will, uh, despite the fact that I don't know what day it is, (laughs) we will be back on April 24th with a new guest. I'm not sure who it is, but once again, check out uh, the Getting Loopy page on Facebook or Getting Loopy 2.0 on Ravelry.com or hookedforlifepublishing.com slash blog, and I swear I'm going to go right now and uh, put a post up with some links and some pictures of the stuff that we were talking about. I got very fired up this weekend about improving my digital platform, but I'm still a technophobe. so <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very steep learning curve for me, but guys, I'm going to give it my best shot. Um, also, please check out my YouTube channel Hoop for Life with Mary Beth Temple because that's something I'm going to be focusing on. And, um, you know, I'll see you next week. we got all kinds of other exciting things to talk about, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks, as always, for joining me here on Getting Loopy. Good night.